Hello, welcome to the Fortline Social Podcast. Today I've got Josh Baines of Malevolence on. We talk about their sort of new record that's coming out and the recording process and the production process. We talk a little bit about their time playing the festivals last year and how they coped throughout the pandemic and just a little bit about sort of Josh's personal life with his teaching. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Wicked, how are you? <laughs> I'm very good, mate. Very good, thank you. Just, just done me, done me lessons for the day. Yeah, and then just working on some music, as Sick. always. Sick. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah, well, my day off from work. I had a show on Saturday, so I'm just kind of like trying to recuperate from it and then go back to work tomorrow. Unfortunately, but. Yeah. so talk me through. You know the the tour that obviously, obviously we played the lead show with you. How was the last show, by the way? Really good, man. Really fucking good. It was, uh, it was pretty much the same as, uh, as the Thursday. To be honest, it was wicked. Uh, just having a full packed out room again. Do you know what I mean? Everyone singing along. Managed to play. We played Turn to Stone, so, uh, which was uh, a highlight of it. I think for a lot of people, which was cool. Um, but yeah, the, like all the shows were sick. So it was nice to play like close to home. Do you know what I mean? And do two yeah, nights yeah. as well. It was sick because, like, you know, in terms of like playing a show, you can just leave all your shit up and do you, know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. You just go back the next day and it's all there, set up nice, quick sound check, easy, you know? Yeah, wicked. Uh, what, was, was there a reason why there wasn't a Sheffield show? Or was it just. Well, we were supposed to be playing uh, at the O2 with While She Sleeps oh, uh, yeah. on, on the 30th, but then it got cancelled. Well, it's got postponed because, like, Pretty much after our shows, it was like getting sketchy. No, I think, and I know, yeah, we about blagged it then, didn't we? Really? When yeah, we, that's when it. We asked to play the show, it started to get really bad, and we were like, "Oh my god, is it still going to go ahead?" Kind of thing. But yeah, up. we were pretty adamant that we were going to try and make it happen. To be fair, so uh, and we didn't. No one really said like, maybe you should think about it. Do you know what I mean, I think it was pretty much the that weekend that we played was the last one pretty much I think for you know until uh, this year I guess but no it was uh, it was good that was the only reason we didn't put a chef show on it and we did a video shoot in Sheffield yeah, not like a few months ago so quite a few people got to go to that which was cool but it's nice to save them you know what I mean and then you can you can play like a bigger show Mm. everyone can come all your friends and family like everyone loves to come these days which is sick do you know what I mean so a bit more of a relaxed vibe I guess yeah, absolutely. rather than like part of a tour you know yeah for sure what was the reason for the tour because obviously the tour was you know a bunch of smaller venues for you guys um, obviously a headliner tour as well which was pretty big for you guys as well yeah so yeah. it was basically just like we we managed to like get on all the festivals like kind of last minute you know what I mean like well download asked us to play the pilot thing which was sick and then we got like and asked to replace like ginger at bloodstock and then that that just went down like mad well for some reason I don't know what like, I obviously really enjoyed playing the festival sick as well and like we'd never been before or played so to play on like the main stage there yeah, on the open air or whatever was sick, you know what I mean? But um seems like everyone that I meet now just says like, 
oh yeah, I've seen that thing of you like a bloodstock. Or, you know, so it seemed to do a lot of good for us, which was wicked. And then yeah. we did Slam Dunk. Both of those days were sick as well. And we just thought like, it'd be cool to play some gigs. Do you know what I mean? If you can, because it was sort of looking a little bit yeah. sketchy and like whether you're going to be able to play shows or not. Like, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to go to Europe anytime soon. Oh, like, we need to like, well, I just want to play some gigs, man. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Like, it's what we like doing. You know what I mean? It's like, we've always, that's what like Malev's always been about for us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we hardly ever record anything. Oh, we used to hardly ever record anything. Do you know what I mean? So, it's like we'd always just be playing every weekend instead, you know what I mean? So it's like to not do it for so long. It's just nice to for people to like be able to come and see us again in like and not have to pay two hundred quid for a festival ticket or whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah, it's a bit more intimate. It's like we can play a longer set. We like we feel like we gained some new fans from the festival season. And it's cool, like, obviously, availability of venues and stuff like that was tough because we only uh, sort of announced it, like, four weeks before they happened, you know? So we went back and forth with a lot of people and a lot of venues just trying to get stuff in place. But we'll just play anywhere, man. I mean, it's one of those (laughs) things, isn't it? Like, as long as people, like, seem to support it. And, like, they did really well, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, as you know, like, the Leeds ones sold out like rapid which is cool like the newcastle one sold out in in a day less than a day and then oxford which was like the biggest one i think that was like 400 450 that was that sold out and eventually i mean that was a little bit took a little bit longer but still like it was sick that we could sell it out in such short notice you know so sort of gives you a little bit of it's almost like market research as well for like next year or yeah. the year after, do you know what I mean? You know, so it's like next time we play some headline, if we put it on sale two months in advance, so how many people could we realistically draw to those gigs? Do you know what I mean? Or like how many people would want to buy a ticket, basically? I think from an outsider's point of view, I don't think there's many, if not any, UK bands that could sort of pull that off anyway. You know, you booked it within a month and you sold it out within it was like weeks so yeah it was pretty impressive to see like it go so quickly for you guys it's great to see as well because obviously i think you guys do deserve it because obviously hard work and band and stuff like that yeah but thanks man it's, it's one of those like it's we were like pretty apprehensive to be honest like to, I mean, even to sell like 200 tickets at four weeks notice with like the the pandemic and then you know everyone's spending money on christmas presents and you know they're going away to see the family or like maybe they're not people aren't at uni and stuff you know what i mean so there's not as many like younger kids in in the cities and stuff but i don't know we just thought fuck it man it's like why not you, you may as well just just go for it just to just to, for the sake of playing some gigs and like luckily they did and like you know we're like very grateful for the, the amount of support that we get from fans you know like especially in england like well all over the world but it's it's nice to play some uk headline shows because we haven't headlined really for years yeah i mean we're always like supporting or playing festivals so it's nice to have like a gig with like with the diehards do you know what i mean yeah yeah for like, sure which is cool do you think like obviously you did festival season you know you smashed that by 
you know, playing the big festivals in the UK. Obviously, you've been part of some pretty big tours. Do you think that all obviously contributed to, you know, selling out that whole tour kind of thing? Of course, yeah, dude. I think, like, it's... Uh, obviously, like, the more you base and your name is about, then the more people remember or, like, or, you know, even if, I think a lot for a lot of people, like, they might not have necessarily checked us out you know, at the, at the festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then the mates have said, like, like, fucking hell, they were sick. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, know, you need to come and watch Malevolence. Like, I know you don't like them because they're, like, chads or whatever. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we'll just come and watch them. And then it's like, there's, like, a fucking huge circle pit. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. going absolutely mad. So, and it's just like, oh, actually, these are sick. So, I think definitely, especially at Bloodstock and that, which is, like, a pretty, like, metal festival, in it? Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, we were pretty scared, to be honest. We were like, fuck, like, we're just going to get, like, booed off because, like, nah. everyone's in, like, swim shorts and that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I nah, everyone guys, loved it. So. You guys are clever and pull that sort of crowd as well. Obviously, you guys yeah. are very metal influenced. So I feel like as soon as it was announced for Bloodstock, I was like, these guys are going to kill it because... Yeah, so yeah. Do you know what I mean? That nah, was cool. So, yeah. obviously, you've just come off this, like, headline tour selling out all the shows so I'll move through a bit of, like the progression of the band because obviously I know when we spoke last you said you started from such a young age so how does it yeah. kind of feel to be like that young playing small shows and now you're all of a sudden just playing like headline tours and selling them out and playing the big festivals and stuff so talk me through it talk me through the progression yeah yeah man it's it's sort of like you, you when you look back on it it kind of seems like it's just, it's just never changed. Do you know what I mean? But obviously the, everything's got better and bigger and there's more momentum and more support. But generally, like when we started, like we were just jamming, you know, like me and Con were in a band uh, and then Charlie and Wilkie had Malevolence like that as a band uh, with like some other lads or whatever. And we just play like random little gigs like around Chef with looking while she sleeps and some yeah. of the other bands that were like around, do you know what I mean? They were like, local legends at the time were still sort of hard, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, and just playing like anywhere we possibly could, like in Sheffield, you know what I mean? There used to be quite a few like metal nights and stuff where they just have like on a Tuesday or something, do you know what I mean? And they just be uh, like, yeah. someone would be playing some local band or maybe there's a, like a, a tour, small touring band or whatever at the time. And we'd just try and get on any of those shows. Like, can we just play for free or whatever? And then like when, Charlie was old enough. He learned to drive, got a car. And then we started playing in like Doncaster or like <laughs> Leeds. Do you know what I mean? Or like Leeds was like, oh, sick. Like we're in a different city. It's not just yeah. like yeah, yeah, some town off the motorway. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We're like, oh, sick. Like this is cool. And then, I don't know, there was like sort of a scene So started being created, especially when like hardcore bands started like, uh, becoming a bit more popular like because i think like i love our code you know what i mean but in terms of like being able to make bands it's easier than it is to you know to create a scene because it's not as hard to play the riffs and stuff do you know what i mean yeah, yeah things cool. like that it's quite like it's bouncy it's, it's not like super fast you know whereas it's like if you're trying to make like a death metal scene it's got it's kind of hard for young kids to get into because you have to like know your instrument like, if you play drums, like, you have to be able to blast. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's like pretty hard. I mean, it's not like yeah. something everyone can do. Okay. Whereas it's like if you smash out a fat two-step like beat, it's pretty easy and it's effective. Do you know what I mean? And people can go wild. So it we're really good for the scene. Do you know what I mean? And it's like loads of kids in the starting bands. There were loads of people about there were shows all the time, people bringing other bands over, you know, from America and Europe and stuff like that. And then over time, the same thing. We'd just be like, can we play this gig? Can we just play? Do you know what I mean? Like we just let it play. And then it's just that really. And you know, keep playing and more people start turning up, luckily. Uh, and then pretty much just that from from then on, really. Do you know what I mean? Put an album out, someone says, Oh, I'll put your album out if you write, if you can record like eight songs, and you're like, Yeah, cool. Do you know what I mean? And then that goes out, and then you do another one, and then you do another one. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's just after that, it sort of just seems like a constant. And then it's only sort of like recently, like you said, like having a good year out of the festivals and then doing like, you know, managing to sell out like a headline run, even though it's only short and like in England, mm. sick. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's cool. It's like, we like really appreciate it as well because it just means that like we can do, but it's like, oh, well, we can do this. Do you know what I mean? Like I do actually want to, like we've always wanted to be in a band. Do you know what I mean? You have to sacrifice a lot of shit. Yeah, of course. When you're when you're young and stuff like that, you know, it's like people give it up or like just grow out of it, sort of thing. But you know, it's tough, like sleeping on floors and fucking not having any money whatsoever. And you know, as I'm sure you know, do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah, it's tough, in it? And it's like years and years and years of shit like that, like to maybe never actually earn any money from it. Yeah. You know, it's not guaranteed at all, especially in the style of music that we play. There's not that much money in it, realistically, unless you're fucking Iron Maiden. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And like bands like metal bands generally, there's probably never going to be a metal band as big as them any like ever again. You know I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's kind of weird. Like, but it's just the passion. Like you like playing shows. We all love the music. There's obviously people who like the music too, and they want to go to shows. So sick. Do you know what I mean? It sort of works. I guess. Yeah. Did you ever sort of expect it? So obviously when you were a kid starting this band, did you ever expect that one day you were going to be, you know, playing Download, playing Bloodstock and selling out shows? and Or did you always think it was going to be just a small time thing? Obviously it's not, but... No, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, we've all just always wanted to do, do it to that level. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you are playing yeah, yeah. Download and stuff. So... We just like tried. Just like, do you know what I mean? It's just like that's the goal. And it's like whether you think you can do it or not, it's just like it's sort of irrelevant. It's just like it's like we've always thought that we're good. Do you know what I mean? That I think that's the kind of mentality you need though. To yeah, you gotta at least think your music is good to you know hundred percent believe in it right. and, and you know have that motivation for it. Exactly, dude. That's it. It's like if you don't believe in what you're doing or believe it's good, how do you expect anyone else to get behind it? Do you know what I mean? You have to be like, no, this is sick. Like, we're doing our own shit or whatever. Do you know what I mean? This is like, what, you know. Yeah, I think that's basically the, the general gist of it. But like, my two goals when I was a kid for like the band anyway, and generally just me, was like to play download 
wherever on the lineup didn't matter. Just just to play, have the name on the flyer. You know I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, and then just have a CD that you could get in like HMB. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when I was like, the first album came out when I was seventeen or eighteen. Really? And then is that that year? Is that Rain of Suffering? Rain, yeah, yeah, Rain of Suffering. Yeah, seventeen. So. Yeah. Uh, well, when did it come out? Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, so eighteen. Yeah, or eighteen. Jeez. So I just like finished sixth form basically. Wow. And then. Um, and uh, yeah, so obviously we just like loads of tour offers and stuff like that. And then it was like, oh, do you want to go to university or whatever? And I was like, no. I'm only going to go and like do music anyway. So, yeah, like, yeah, you're only going to do what you want. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I've got, I want to do, I want to tour. I want to like play music. I've got the opportunity to do it here. So why do I need a bit of paper or a degree that tells me I can do it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not going to wait four years. I could just talk for four years and see where it takes me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, but yeah, and then like that's it. So that year we got our download as well. So it was like, all oh, right, sweet. I've ticked both those boxes. It's like time to get some new goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then it's just is what it is. It's like, oh, I want to tour with these, or, or you know, I want this next album to have this. Do you know what I mean? Or like oh, next album, I'm going to write like. A soft song or something like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, do you know what I mean? And just be like, yeah. just explore some new musical boundaries, I guess. Do you know what I mean? See where, see if you can push them. So, is there another? Is there is there like a, a goal for you now? Because obviously, you've done some of the big things. Obviously, you've toured with like big bands. You've you know you did that unplug session with the you know the trivium thing. Um, you've done quite a lot. Obviously, you've played the massive festivals, like you said. So, what's sort of the goals for you now? Um, the goal for us now is is just to build upon what we've got realistically. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's still boxes to be ticked. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think a big one for everyone in the band is just like do it all with Lamb of God. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's like that's like always been <laughs> that could easily happen though. I think good. Do you know what I mean? But that's the thing. It's like it's quite close, I guess. Now, do you know what I mean? It's like closer than it's ever been. So it makes you want to work towards it harder. Do you know what I mean? So. And it, it, it's basically just trying to push, you know, build on top of what we've already made. You know, it's like it's going well. So just want it to keep going well. You know, and like make the albums better than the last ones. Make the like the overall image of it like better than it has been or more solid. Do you know what I mean? Like work on different avenues of like revenue so that we can keep doing it rather than having to have other jobs and stuff like that do you know what I mean so whether it's like meat eating guitar more or you know doing twitch streams or whatever do you know what I mean things like that or you know building like the warehouse where I'm sat now just to, so we've got a hub where you can I can record like I've just recorded all the vocals for our new album here at this desk do you know what I mean because wow. you've got a local boob just there and it's like all linked do you know what I mean so things like that it's like cost effective and then it's just productive. Like I can make all the demos I need to make. If someone, you know, I can write music for other people if they want me to, you know, if they want a commission. I've done a couple of adverts and things like that. You know, every little thing like that it just makes it worthwhile. You know what I mean? And then, or just trying to work with like your sponsors 
to push you as a as in or push me as a guitarist or push you know Charlie as a drummer or Connor as a guitarist. You know what I mean? So sure. it's just trying to like constantly do something to help you create well expand on what you've already created basically i think that's the main goal for us now and then yeah eventually do a tour with lamb of god i think so obviously going back on what you were saying you you know you're there sort of recording the vocals and stuff um Mm -hmm. talk me through some of the the writing and stuff so i know you guys am i right in saying you guys sort of self-produce everything now or uh well sort of like the the ep like the other side ep um, we did the drums at Treehouse Studios, okay. which is where we've recorded everything except for the vocals this time. Yeah, because like the level of like production that they've got is like a lot better than the level of production that we can create. Right, you know they just know a lot. That's their job. In it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where so like we put the record out like. Uh, on the label that we made, you know what I mean? But um, in terms of like producing the record, uh, the first one, well, the other side, they did the drums. We recorded all the guitars and the vocals ourselves and then just sent them off to them guys to like re-amp and like then they mixed it and all that stuff. So, right, yeah. But it was a, that was like a, the first time that we used that studio. Okay. Uh, so... You know, we're just sort of testing the wards, like how's it going to turn out? So, like, some of the other stuff that they've done is like a very professional level. Do you know what I mean? So, it's like, if we do some bits, how does it turn out? Do you know what I mean? Does it still sound sick or does it, is it like a little bit shitter than it should be? Or do you know what I mean? Like, through no fault of their own, like, it'd obviously be on our, our backs if it did. Mm. But luckily, it turned out sick. And like, both the guys, like Carl and Jim, who run it like they're just like so easy to work with it's half an hour away from like chef so okay it's easy do you know what i mean it's like way easier the working relationship great so we just decided to do everything there okay. this time yeah. and just you know put as much into it as we possibly could just to get the best result you know but yeah. obviously with vocals like we recorded cons like sort of cleaner singy vocals or whatever you want to call them there as well because they've just got better mics for it and you know what I mean they can they can get a better sound like straight away without having to faff about it too much whereas with the the harsh vocals obviously there's a lot more of them and it's like if Alex is having a bad day you know and he's oh, his voice isn't feeling great you've wasted quite a lot of money yeah okay you know yeah okay. yeah because yeah. like well you can't use the takes or whatever so and obviously pay like day rates and stuff like that sometimes, depending on how you do it. So we just thought, right, we'll just get the setup here. We'll buy the mic. We'll get the stuff. We'll ask them how I need to record it. Do you know what I mean? Like the levels and stuff and like what what do they need or what can what do they need to work with from us? We'll just do it like that. And then we can do it as in as many hours as we need to. Do you know what I mean? Over like however long. Which has its pros and cons, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pros is that it's cost effective and you can get it done in your own time. Cons, it takes ages. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but you get the best result. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And I guess there's a there's a comfort thing there as well, isn't it? It's being in that environment where you where you are, you know, you, you know where you are. You got all your friends around you, kind of thing. You know, if you're, if you're the one sort of behind the desk, I'm sure Alex is comfortable with you, like being there. You know, it makes it a little yeah, yeah. firm, I can imagine. That's it. Yeah. So, in terms of the writing process, how do you, like, obviously, if you're in the process of doing a new album now, how is the writing process for that? Well, generally, I wrote, like, I write all of the music pretty much like exclusively at the minute. So, it's been obviously, it's been locked down for yeah. two years or whatever, however long it's been now. Okay. So, Generally, when that happened, I just decided I ordered myself an interface uh, and just like got logic on my laptop at home and took my camper home because you couldn't go out. So I was just like doing some lessons from home. That's like when I started doing my lessons and things like that. And then just ripping. Do you know what I mean, just I wrote about 25 songs in the first wow. lockdown. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Some not as good as others, obviously, but I mean, it's just like yeah. trying to get those ideas out, learn how to use the interface and like the the door or whatever. Do you know what I mean just to get stuff down, get ideas out? Uh, and then that was basically it. We just started just like funneled through them. You know what I mean? We were just like, which ones of these are going to be good yeah. for an album? Do you know what I mean? Or like, oh, I like that bit out of this one. Maybe we, what happens if you put take that out of here and put it in this song? Do you know what I mean? So I think these ones relate better than, you know, things like that. And we go through it sort of as a band to try and pick pick apart maybe songs that we didn't think were as strong to try and make them better or change the structure about. And then when we could get together again, well, in the first lockdown, we sort of like built this place as well. So like did it all up so that when we did get, you could like legally get together again we could come down here and like work do you know what i mean and work on the songs you can play it right loud you can hear it you can tweak it all do you know what i mean there's a better setup in here with like preamps and you know just like the way you can mix it is like a lot better so yeah. you can make it sound sort of like what you hope it's going to sound like in the end do you know what i mean like the tones can be better we can record vocals we can mess about just get in here, do you know what I mean? Get them on the whiteboard, just scribbling out lyrics. Do you know what I mean? What's, what themes are we going for? Just trying to, like, generally get a good workflow in yeah. now that we have a space to do it. Do you know what I mean? So when you're writing, it's it's just on Dropbox. Do you know what I mean? It's like, right, what's this one? <laughs> what does everyone think about this one? Shit, yeah, okay. Let's not use that one for now. Well, that riff's all right, though, so... Keep them like let's keep that one in mind or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or this song's like fully done. That's gonna be a banger. Do you know what I mean? Let's get some lyrics on it. I've got some melodies like for con to sing or whatever. So let's try and like etch out some words that maybe sound cool with the syllables or you know, the way maybe it'd move his mouth if we've not got a, like a theme, just to like get something down and listen to it, like demo it. And then eventually. After like months of doing that, you've you've got a few songs, do you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. sick, yeah. let's book studio and get it 
recorded. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, for sure, that's cool. So, I, th- I think an interesting question to ask you then would be: Do you think the pandemic kind of helped you guys, or didn't help you guys? One hundred percent. I think it like it definitely helped us because beforehand it'd be like me and Charlie, like because I didn't have a, a recording set up at my house or anything. Just be me and Charlie, like we go to our practice room, which was just like a shithole. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. horrible, like like something out of like saw. Yeah. You know I mean? like, in the building, I like, was fucked up. So we'd just go there and like jam. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, I've got some riffs. And then we'd be like, right, what's coming next? Do you know what I mean? Last beat. What's coming next? Breakdown. Let's make a breakdown. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, or maybe we'd do that riff again, but in like, half time or do you know what I mean it'd just be kind of like disjointed and there'd never be any demos so when we came to record the first two albums it was just all in mine and Charlie's head wow and there was no reference point other than me and Charlie yeah. do you know what I mean it's like yeah that sounds right or so it's just not very productive doing it that way it's quite organic but it's just not very productive is it do you know what I mean it's like you can't the good thing about demoing stuff and being able to record it is that you can, you can listen to stuff back. You don't, you don't forget things, do you? You can, you, you've got something yeah. to go back to like, yeah, you don't I, forget I wrote a song and I'm like, I can't, I had this like, really good riff. I just can't remember it. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. So I did, this, exactly. I did a similar thing and bought an interface and stuff last year kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. that's it. So like, it gave us a lot of time to do stuff like, well, gave me a lot of time to just to like write some riffs and see if if me just smashing out some songs would like work with the dynamic of the band. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Which it did. But then at the same time, we weren't playing any gigs for like however long. So we we're like, right, we need a fucking spot. Yeah. Because all the merch was just in like Charlie's parents' house or his <laughs> house. Do you know what I mean, regardless, regarding the. Yeah like depending on where stuff would be like ordered to you know i mean so like right we just need like a spot to do the merch we need a new practice room that's bigger we can soundproof it we get like so we got some endorsements and stuff so they like gave us some new gear which meant that we had no room in the old place to store it we need a bigger place and then if you like be cool to have a good setup like a studio setup and then the old place didn't have like really there was like one toilet for the whole building and it was fucked do you know what i mean like no sinks or like really any running water other than like in the flush in the toilet wow. so we're like well we need somewhere with a bathroom do you know what i mean <laughs> like and like a sink and a microwave and a coffee machine do you know what i mean and just like somewhere that's a bit nicer to be so we've got this spot and then just did it all up like it was just an empty warehouse uh, so we plastered all the walls, built the vocal booth, you know, put all the carpets down and stuff, everything. They painted it all up and, you know, confitted all the plumbing and all the electrics and stuff. And like, we basically just like a big giant effort just to like get it done so that we had somewhere sick to be, that we can run the whole band from here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. without the pandemic, we just wouldn't have had any time to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. No, that's you must be so good to have that kind of space. Like, yeah, like, well, like you say, some people just have a lock up or a practice space. Like we have a lock up, it's just one yeah. and there's one toilet. Like, but like you yeah. said, having that whole entire space to yourself, 
when it comes to like well, anything really like you say just shove the merch in there if it needs to be and all that kind of stuff well that's it yes so everything that we need to do is here and like if we need to film some content or something for anything i mean there's like there's lights here there's like different spots it's kind of in like a semi-industrial area so there's like just cool spots to like you know for fucking merch shots or you know if we need to like do some like make a video or like a summit for instagram do you know what i mean it's like everyone's here do you know i mean we've got people as mates come down with the cameras and stuff do you know i mean it's like we can send all the merch orders out we can do all the like deal with the customer service from here everyone's sort of in the same loop then do you know what i mean yeah but it's it we were in that last place for like 15 years probably do you know what i mean wow so like, i've been in malevolent since i was 14 like 13 or 14 do you know what i mean so it's like I'm 27 this year, so it's like that is insane. a long time. Yeah, that's insane. Wow. But just slogging it out, innit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing yeah. it because you love it. Do you know what I mean? It's like I, I don't know what else I'd do if I didn't like if I didn't play guitar, I don't know who I'd be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's weird, yeah. like, but yeah. I can't imagine not doing it anymore, you know. Mm. So with Malev being like quite a busy band, do you find it hard? when it comes to like personal life and obviously I know you've got rough, rough justice as well. So do you find it yeah, hard yeah. to do all of that with, you know, how much Malev is doing right now and how much they have done? Yeah. I think generally like it's always just cause it we've, cause we've all been in it for so long. It's, it's just, you know, things like relationships, or like you know like my girlfriend she's very supportive and obviously i was already fully in the band like when we met do you know what i mean same with my last girlfriend like do you know what i mean i was like never really like not being in the band yeah. do you know what i mean so it's like it's one of those things that like if you want to do it it has to come before everything do you know what i mean basically and it's like you, it takes a long time to learn it took me especially like I'm still pretty shit to here sometimes do you know what I mean just like thinking about the other side do you know what I mean or like say yeah. my girlfriend like fuck I'm not seeing her in like well we're not like being out for like a date night in like a month or something I'm like fuck like I need to like make some time because I've just been solidly in here just like recording or like teaching do you know what I mean stuff like that so it's hard to find a balance but I also think now that we've got this place it's way easier because you treat it like a, a nine to five. Yeah. Okay. You, know, so you go I come down here in the, in the morning and I leave it in the evening. Do you know what I mean, it's not yeah, like I'm here yeah. constantly. Whereas before it'd be so sporadic and like set out like weird. And yeah, you know I mean, we'd be like, Oh, can everyone do now? And it's like, yeah, let's go. Like, fuck, like, and then someone <laughs> doesn't turn up and do you know what I mean, it's like, Oh, well, they're out of the loop and then you've got to go again because someone didn't turn up last time and then you know and you're at you're there from like everyone can only go at like eight at night and then you're there till three in the morning do you know what I mean stoned out your head when you come back or whatever and, it's just like, you know, and then you don't get up then you burgers to work you know so like and then it's just like you're in when they're out do you know what I mean and vice versa so things like that is it's a learning curve but like I think it's you have to dedicate the time to it otherwise it just won't it won't the ball it won't snowball do you know what i mean yeah for sure like you have to put all of your effort into it like it has to be like even obviously 
we've all had jobs and stuff. Like, but my goal was to do this. Yeah. The whole time. Do you know what I mean? He was like, oh, I've got this job now, but I just have to have it so I can do this. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to save up so much money so that I can pay my rent when I'm not there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I can like, you know, get my girlfriend a present while we're on tour because she's obviously at home. No. Do you know what I mean? When I'm away, things like that. And it's just like a means to an end so that I could go on tour, you know, or maybe buy a new bit of equipment, you know, something like that to like better the band. Yeah. It's always like the priority for all of us, I think, you know, so. And then eventually you get to the point where you don't have to have a, a like a, a nine to five or whatever, you know, because yeah. you work so hard. Eh? It's like, it comes to a point where, you know, you, you get paid more for playing gigs or like, you sell quite a lot of merch, like even if you're not playing shows and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like starts to trickle in because of the effort that you put in, you know, like posting videos or always being on it with something new that's coming out. You know, you're feeding the fire yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it grows, you know, and then yeah. that just, that just makes it easier on yeah. the personal side as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. No. I mean, obviously, you, obviously, you're now a teacher, which I probably should book some lessons with you because I'm shit at playing guitar as it is. You're a teacher as well. So do you feel like that's something that came from, you know, being as successful in my life, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. Well, again, going back to like the start of the pand- pandemic, it was like... We, what are you going to do while... Malev- yeah, well I, well, I decided like we had that European tour would not lose. And that was in like December of 2019. Yeah, 2019. And then straight after that, like two weeks after that, we went to Australia with Terra. And that was sick. Do you know what I mean? But I was just like, I just worked in a pub or whatever. And they were just like, well, what are you going to do? Because like, you can't, it's like, you're not going to have a job basically when you come back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's up to you. You either don't go on tour and you stay here or, you like quit which you're obviously going to go for <laughs> yeah yeah well, I was just like well what the fuck do you mean like what do you reckon I'm going to do <laughs> like so obviously you think that one off. Yeah. yeah that's it yeah so I just fucked that one off so then when I got back I was like right where now do you know what I mean? and then obviously <laughs> there, was, there was like no work so I didn't get furloughed or anything because oh, were nothing was open, so I was like, "All right, okay, what's gonna happen here then?" But then I thought, like, everyone's in the house, and like a lot of people have a guitar, yeah, and now they've got a lot of time to play it, yeah. So, yeah. and because the band had like had you know the the internet presence of the band at the time was was popping because it was we were on tour, like we just done two back to back tours on both sides of the world. Do you know what I mean? So it's. You know, there's quite a lot of like reach and like interaction with posts and stuff like that. So, you know, you're getting a lot of like feedback from comments or like people are replying to stories and do you know what I mean? Or like people are following you because you've you've been around them, do you know what I mean? Or they've seen you like, oh that's sick, check that out, whatever. So I just thought, oh, I'll try it, you know, see if anyone wants to do it. And I started off with like two people a week. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And then just build it up, build it up and build it up. And it fluctuates. Do you know what I mean? Not everyone wants to, not, well, most of my students, they, 
they play guitar already, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah Trying to improve on stuff that they already know. Yeah. You know, say so like playing metal or they want to like learn some theory or just like how to improve the writing and compositional skills. Do you know what I mean? An arrangement or anything like that, you know, just get a bit of like more knowledge. Some people want to start from scratch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, obviously, if you start from scratch, there's there's like the period of time. It's like when you when it's hard. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, yeah. And it's shit. Because you're like, fuck, man. Like, I'm never going to start kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in my hands hurt all the time. Like my fingers, they fucking rag. I can't hold it. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? I can't even get any noise out of these things. You know what I mean? I can't press down. It's like, and then it's like basically if you can last six months, you'll be all right. Yeah. It's like, but you have to have the passion to do it. So you do get people who drop out because they're just like, yeah. it's not for me. Because they don't want to dedicate the time to it. But yeah. then, you know, at the same time, people who already play and can play quite well might not want to have a lesson every week. Do you know what I mean? Because they don't need it. No. You know, they might be like once a month. So, you know, you get different levels of people wanting different sort of like lesson plans and well, lesson, you know, the style of the lessons. So, but it's good. Like, I really enjoy it. Like, obviously, I love playing guitar. It's, it couldn't really be a more perfect job because I can sit here, I can do my lessons, I can do little podcasts and stuff like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can just turn around and I'm shredding. You know what I mean? I'm writing music or I'm recording or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's Malev, Rough Justice, or sort of like an advert or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It must have been like really fulfilling to be like, like you say, you were 13, 14 when the band started and you you never went to uni or anything like that. And then it must be really fulfilling to just have got so far with Malev that your job now is just music, whether it be teaching, whether it be, you know, compositions or yeah. whatever. It's, it's amazing to it see. It is, man. It is. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, like I said, it's not really something that, like, it's like I did plan on doing this, but it's like to make the reality make it a reality is like complete it's sort of like it is up to you and then it's sort of not up to you at the same time you know it's like different things happen and it's the choices you make do you know what I mean regardless you know like like you said in like personal relationships and things like that it's like what do you want to do with it or you know there's a million different dynamics from being 13 yeah. to 27 do you know what I mean so yeah. like obviously when you're young it gives you a lot of time because you don't have any responsibilities so like because we were playing from so young it meant that like I wasn't doing anything other than like chilling with Sea Dog and that anyway for the weekend yeah. so like let's go and play a gig do you know what I mean or like, or like go let's get instead of like you know going out park getting pissed or whatever which we did a lot <laughs> a lot but like, you know what I mean? We'd, we'd go to the practice room, yeah. jam, get some lads around and now get his mates around and get pissed in there and make yeah. music. You know what I mean? And then want yeah, sure. to be a gig on and then everyone would go back to the practice room and it'd be like a jam. You know what I mean? So like, you were always sort of around the music because it gave you, having a practice room gave us a spot to chill. Yeah. So you went on the street when it was like raining. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> trying to drink cans and like getting pulled up by cops and shit. Do you know what I mean? So it's like like 
through that whole time from being like 14, 13 to now, basically. <laughs> Still pretty much doing the same thing now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so talk to, obviously you played that acoustic show um, at Dig Brew as part of like Trivium's like album release or like to celebrate the album. Talk me for a little bit about the bond that you've got with Trivium because I see a lot of stuff online where it's like, you know, the playing yeah. and things like that. How do you think that came about? Is that kind of a dream as well? Because obviously Trivium are, you know, a pretty huge yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, man. Uh, it's it's kind of, yeah, it, was, it came about like really quickly. It was like one of those things where um, like Trivium were my favourite band when I was like 12 to the age of 15. Do you know what I mean? Like through like Ascendancy and stuff, that was like the first album that I like actually properly got into that was like modern metal. Do you know what I mean? It had shouting, it had guitar solo, you know, like there were some breakdown sort of style things going down, you know, like metalcore, the classic metalcore riff. Yeah, I mean, it was fast, it was like aggressive, like they were literally my favourite thing ever. Do you know what I mean? So like, and I never even thought of like the fact that like, he might hear it. Do you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> he might hear it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And then, he did. So somehow like, just picked up on it. Uh, I, I guess, obviously, I'm guessing someone showed it him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or whatever. Or like, he just, maybe someone came across it and was like, oh, these are cool. Or, you know, someone in like the industry and like, plugged it or whatever, do you know what I mean? If you had to, there's a million ways it could have happened, do you know what I mean? But then to give it so much backing is yeah. mad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because like, it just didn't stop posting about it. And I was like, this is fucking sick. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, wicked. Yeah. And then like, yeah. he, uh, I just like replied to his stories or whatever, do you know what I mean? At first, just like Matt's stories, just being, just being like, dude, I'm fucking so grateful. Like, this is sick. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, you were, uh, <laughs> literally like my idol that's insane do you know what I mean when I was a kid and like as a guitarist as well like both my and Corey do you know what I mean like just the way they work together and like the riffs that were on those albums like really influenced me as a musician and like as a metal guitarist they're just you know because at the time they were like young do you know what I mean I was like these guys are sick and they're like young so like maybe I can do that yeah do you know what I mean just like they look like yeah you know I mean they're playing stick music it's heavy and they're massive yeah. Do you know what I mean? Seems like it. Do you know what I mean? When you're 13, 14. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, they are big, obviously, but so it was just one of those things like trying to get it. He just sort of like, he was just down. Do you know what I mean? He's down. He's like super nice, like, got his like fucking phone number and shit. Do you know what I mean? So wow. it's like, and I wrote to him a lot. Like, he really backs it. And like, he was like, yeah like let's do some gigs like so we were like of course do you know what i mean like just yeah. let us know basically and just see see what sort of things going on but then yeah i was just um it's just trying to get the relationship going with it do you know what i mean and like he's uh he well he wanted to be on he made message me and was like oh uh kind of like is there any space on your record for me to be on it do you know what i mean so that was a fucking yeah, surreal. I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moment. I was like, oh, I was like, where's he going to go? I was like, <laughs> make some space, yeah. make some space quick. 
start but like out the record just to get him on it like yeah that's it yeah so yeah literally we like doubled up one of the solo sections and stuff on the on one of the songs and then we were like right well he can it sounds sick on this chorus and you know what i mean and like we'll get him to do some screaming as well as like some uh some clean vocals and like some shredding as well do you know what i mean so he's done like the whole thing which is sick and it sounds wicked do you know what i mean so that's like a massive dream come true just to like have worked with him really. Yeah. You know, and like, I've never actually met him face to face. So yeah. you know I mean? it's like, that's like still to come, but yeah, you've got like, he's a nice dude, man. It seems like you've known him for, for yeah. ages. Yeah. You know what I mean, like the way he speaks and the way like he, he is. You know I mean, I think you get quite a lot of that from the, uh, from like his online presence as well. Like he's quite like a, you feel like you know it, do you know what I mean? That's cool. Obviously, you've got a tour with them. Is it next year, the tour? Yeah, so it's like this time next year. Yeah. Oh, man. Such a long way, that, isn't it? Just the, everything being postponed and postponed in it, and it's like, to do a tour quite, of that it, side. It, yeah, it's quite clever, really, because you'd like to hope that by that point, things would be relatively okay. Yeah, exactly. That way, really, because then they shouldn't have to postpone it or they shouldn't have to cancel it, you'd hope. Exactly. Um, well, yeah, it was meant to be. It was meant to be last year, then it was meant to be this year. And then it was, I think they just basically were just like, we're going to skip this year. Yeah. Wow. So I guess they've got some other plans. Obviously, the album's just come out, and it? so it's like, mm. got a lot of American touring to do and stuff like that, you know what I mean, where, where they're from, so. Stuff like that. but yeah, I think it's basically waiting for for like mainland Europe to open up. Yeah, for sure. And then there'll be a lot more touring because there's a lot of tours meant to be in February, like this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see, we'll see, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm not saying that it will happen. But it's just one of them. It's like so up in the air, isn't it? It's like horrible, man. I'm supposed to tell, man. I hate it so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, it's shit, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I'm very excited for that, and then two weeks before that, nah, you know, yeah, they're just like finding out. I found out today that one of the shows has been put one of our shows has been postponed, and oh, really? There's some bands have dropped out of some shows, and it's just like, man, you know, and you're just looking forward to see like some bands come over and stuff, and it's like, yeah, man, not happening now, it sucks, and um, so. Yeah. What what's your favorite show you've ever played, and what's your favorite country you've ever played in? Oh right. To be fair, I would say probably my favorite show I've ever played was probably uh, like Download this year or Bloodstock. Well, yeah. not this year, last year, but like uh, either Download or Bloodstock. I think because it was just it felt like a like a bit of a milestone. Download was like the first one that we played back and we were like one of the first bands to play out of the pandemic and it was just like we were proper nervous you know what I mean like on the run up because we tried to make it sick you know what I mean so it was like something better than we'd done before we're just like hopefully people are there do you know what I mean it's like a bit proud or whatever like um so that one was sick you know what I mean it was absolutely wicked like Proper enjoyed it. We we're on like the biggest high ever after doing that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and then Bloodstock, same thing. I remember like 
because it was on the main stage, like the open air stuff. I just like spent my whole childhood like watching like Lamb of God and Trivium and Chimera and shit. Do you know what I mean? At like at Wacken or like at Download, like playing on the fucking massive open air stage. And I was just like, I just feel like I'm in the video that I used to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there was like such a good reaction. It was sick. And it seems to have done like a lot for the band, which is cool. So I'm grateful for the opportunity yeah. to have the slot. Do you know what I mean? And them asking us to, even though it was like a replacement at the last minute. Um, but yeah, and then favorite country to play in. Oh man, uh, Japan's sick, but I would say Australia. I think really? Australia, wow. yeah, is wicked. Like, it's just a good time. I mean, it's just a good time. Like, I like, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, what was the best part of Australia you played in? Do you think? The best part, uh, we did Invasion Fest in, uh, what was that, Sydney or in Melbourne? don't know if I've got the, the flyer. I think it was in Sydney, that one. Yeah, it was in Sydney. Um, but that was like a festival. The tour was basically booked around that fest. Right. So it was like, it was the biggest show, like loads of his friends were there. You know, from like other places, like Not Loose played, Terra played, Jesus Peace played, Justice yeah. for the Damned played, like Alpha Wolf. You know, there's like the line was fucking stacked right. to be fair. <laughs> but, I mean, and it was sick. Do you know what I mean, it's like a lot of the, it was cool as well to go over there and just like, you know, we even had like kids like following the tour. Do you know what I mean, which was sick. Cause, like the first time we'd ever been. So, it was, you know, just to like see kids at multiple shows. Yeah. They were like gassed. Do you know what I mean? They were fucking yeah. gassed. Either you there. It was it's just sick, man. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. It's just such a nice feeling. Again, it's like spurs you on to like keep doing it. And you know, it's like people do actually give a fuck, which is nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you put a lot of effort in and you hope it goes well. And then that's like your reassurance. Do you know what I mean? You go to somewhere mad, like, or like when we played in like Malaysia. Wow. And, like, and like Kuala Lumpur and stuff like that. It was just like, just That's mad to be, the kids yeah. to be like, yo, like, I love your band. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, this is sick. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, a different part of the world. It's just, yeah, it, yeah. It's like the culture is like so different, but still somehow like the music you made in your shitty little practice room is like <laughs> yeah. transcended over like it's translated over there do you know what I mean it's like they they love it you know what I mean just the same which is sick and like they've got their own scene That's cool. over there do you know what I mean and they, they're bringing bands over like actively and stuff like that and it's wicked man it's so sick to see because it's it's far away do you know what I mean yeah 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 for sure hard to get to do you know what I mean it's it's yeah it's sick so what current bands are you enjoying at the moment then? Current bands. Uh, I'm into Despise. They're my boys from uh, from Glasgow. Yeah. They're sick. Love them. Um, who else have we been listening to? Oh, let me get my Spotify up. To be honest, my uh, my knowledge of current bands is not actually that good. Yeah, Despise are absolutely slaying at FYI this weekend, to be fair to them. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're in... Uh, they're in America at the minute, aren't they? Yeah. I know some of those boys quite well. Yeah, yeah. Good dudes. Uh, who else have I got? 
I've been listening to No Pressure quite a lot. You know, that's that guy from the story so far. His other band. Sick. Uh, they just they've been releasing some singles and that recently. It's more like uh, sort of pop punky. Yeah. Um, who else have been listening to? A uh, band called Jet Ski from Chef. One of the boys who works here does a bit of like content for us and stuff like that. They're sort of like indie, like emo oh. sort of thing. They're cool. cool though. They're really good. They've got, they got a couple of new singles out recently. Uh, in terms of metal or like hardcore, what have I been listening to? <laughs> I'm usually pretty late to the game, to be honest, man. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, as bad, to be honest. Yeah. I like uh, Age of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that um, new single. They, is it a new single or two track or split or something they did? That was insane. Yeah, they've got, yeah, I think, yeah, they've got something new out. And they, uh, Pain of Truth, obviously, as well. And like some of those American bands like Green Iron and stuff like that. Yeah. Just like that daft hard points. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And just like things like Kublai Khan, like my friends' bands and stuff like that, they're sick. Like, do you know what I mean, like people are just generally doing cool shit. Like, I'll always check it out. Like, yeah. but then it's like I check it out, and then it's like kind of hard. I, I don't. I'm just shit at putting stuff on again. Do you know what I mean? It's like I just put like my god on. I'm terrible for that. I'm really, really bad for that. I'll listen to like a new record that comes out, but like, this is so good. And I'll listen to it for about a month and I'll just go back to something that I just always listen to. I'm terrible. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, Silosis and like the new Comeback Kid stuff's wicked as well. Like I've, I've had their like full album to did a little guest solo on one of the songs. Sick. Uh, that one's sick. Like, it's like one of the best albums we've put out for a while, which is sick. Like, so I'm excited for it to finally come out. We've got a few singles out. It's fucking sick. That's cool. But yeah, that's about it. I would have, I would have thought. Yeah, cool. Uh, any shout outs you want to give? All my rough justice boys. Yeah. All that boys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Just fucking anyone doing good shit, like making cool music, regardless of the genre. Keep yeah. at it. You know, keep going for it. It's tough, but as long as you enjoy it, doesn't matter. Yeah, for sure. You know, who gives a fuck what anyone says? Yeah, for, for sure. you. Josh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for doing this, mate. I really, really. Nah, thank you for having me, dude. It's been fun. Enjoyed but, it. Crazy time, you know, talking to you. Obviously, I thought to do a show like just before Christmas, but it's great to like sort of catch up again. Of course, man. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. dude. Anytime. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, mate. Enjoy the rest yeah. of your day. I'll hopefully see yeah, you. Nice one, dude. Cheers, Josh. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Fortnite Social Podcast. Make sure you go and check out Malevolence. Um, they're a very, very successful band, very, very busy band. I'm sure they're going to have a lot to announce soon. And make sure you keep an eye out for their new album. Make sure to check out Fortnite Social Podcast on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms. And check us out on social media as well. Thank you very much.